<laughs> Honestly, I would put your ashes in a joint. <laughs> I wasn't planning on telling you this, but that's actually what I was, I'm going to do with you. Whoa, that's awesome. Or I'm going to take like yeah. half of you and then put in like a blunt and then smoke it. Dude, send me off right. Send me off right. What up? I'm Eric Adams. And I'm Andrew Vasloff. And this is the Musings of Men podcast. The podcast devoted to spreading stoke. All about procuring deep conversations. And providing our personal insight into life, love, and everything in between. Oh, hubba, 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 hubba. This is Eric Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. I'm here with my amigo, Andy. What up? Not a whole lot. What's going on, man? Well, a whole lot as per usual. Um, I just moved back from college. I got three surfboards in the background. Um, I waited a couple of days to take them off the car, but yeah. So finally done with that chapter of my existence. So mm-hmm. there's that. But um, yeah, it was dead. It was it was pretty nuts. But like. Uh, dude, I had to carry my fish tank like down three flights of stairs full of water. It's like a five gallon tank, yeah. like all the way down the stairs and then like all the way out to my car. And it's 91 degrees outside. And like my I literally couldn't feel my arms for like 20 minutes after that. So I was like, take the water out because I didn't have anywhere to put it. <laughs> Just dump it outside, dude. No, or just dump it down the shower. It's salt water, dude. Because then I have to like remix a whole batch. <laughs> just make a new batch, dude. Make easier on yourself. I could, I could. I was lazy. Just take fucking fresh water and put salt in it. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kosher salt. Just yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah, dude, it was uh, that was tough, but. Dude, I like hydroplanes. It was raining the entire time. Oh, it sucks. Like, dude, I mean, I was like slipping and sliding all around the road, and all of my belongings are in my car. And I'm like, dude, if I wreck, this is it, man. Like, that's pretty much you you gone. It's me gone, dude. But, you know, I made it back. So, dude, I, I slept like so much, like 10 hours a day for like two days. Like hibernating, pretty much. I was hibernating, dude. I was feeling it, but just like decompressing or whatever. But that's what I've noticed is being home. Well, I mean, when I've gone home in the past, it's been a lot easier to sleep. Yeah, a lot easier if you think about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I don't know. It's there are some nights when like I kind of, I kind of, I kind of miss like having my roommate there, you know. Or just like because I'm so used to having an extra soul, another person yeah. like there, and I'm just like I'm alone, but in this dark room. Yeah, I mean, it makes it. It does make it. I mean, I've had better sleeps here, no doubt, because my bed's actually a bed, so. not just a piece of plastic with fucking feathers put into it. Pretty much, but yeah, man. So that's been that's been crazy. Um, so I mean, I'm home. I can now kind of do what I was going to do, like mm-hmm. focusing on obviously this podcast, Narbars, yeah, Surf that. Wax brand, making money, um, and figuring out what was next for me. 
um, which when I'm thinking kind of, and this is kind of interesting. There's been an evolution like earlier on, like when I first figured this out a couple of months ago, I had no clue, but I was talking to my dad the other night and we're, we always have like these super deep talks and it's, it's, it's really cool <laughs> to be able to share that with him, but we're talking and everything. And I, of course I want to be educated in something that actually provides meaning and that I can work on multiple things at the same time and, you know, get something out of it. And I was going to probably just stay here and study. I go to the local college and study. Um, they have an entrepreneurship program. And with those credits, I should have a um, an associate's degree by the end of it. So, right on, man. Yeah, for the listeners out there who've been following my story, <laughs> his uh, yeah, his his origin story. Yeah, pretty much. It's been a fucking whirlwind, but oh, it's nuts, man. Yeah. So, yeah. How have you been? Uh, how have you been doing? How's finals treating you and everything? Like, how's life? Uh, it's good. I mean, I've done absolutely nothing. I've resorted to putting my bed in the middle of the floor because oh. literally I'll get up, go do my, th- like, I won't, like, lately I've been leaving my dorm at, like, two and, like, two or even one in the afternoon. And then it's, like, I don't get back to, like, three or four in the morning. Oh, and wow. so, you know, I've, um... You know, and then it's like, I don't want to have to climb up into my bed. So I just literally fall. I just fall. <laughs> um, you know, Made it or, easier. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's really just so I can be even more lazy. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's, it's sitting like in the middle of my room, just so I can like fall asleep easier and watch TV while I'm there. <laughs> I mean, do you have a room? Do you have a roommate still? Like, what is, no, I mean, he's gone for like a week. Oh, okay. So you're chilling, dude. I'm, yeah. <laughs> All right. Literally, I'm just not doing anything. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like, yeah. Or, you know, so like there was that. And then like finals is fine. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going about as well as it can. And then, yeah. you know, I don't want to incriminate myself on here, but, right. you know, you know, um, <laughs> Uh, and really just getting ready to like go home and figure out what I'm going to do for the summer. Mm-hmm. You and, thinking about working? Well, yeah. I mean, because, well, I mean, working's, that's, yeah, that's a given. That's a given. Yeah. Right. Um, more just along the lines of like how I should spend my time outside of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what I'm going to do is just try and be healthier overall. Um, Cause like these last uh, few weeks or whatever, I've gotten like really good about cutting back on, you know, uh, soda, sugar, like all that crap. Like, right on, you man. know, and I think being outside more like longboarding and archery and hiking and fishing, and you know, like all that yik yak, like, I think, I don't know. I'll just, I'm just trying to be healthier, I guess. Right on. That's a really good goal. Figuring out like how to actually do that because it's mm-hmm. obviously a lot easier in theory than actually doing it. It is, you know, or doing things with like out of plan. And I'm not gonna like do a workout thing like I did last semester because 
it gets tiring. It's not it's it's not like what you want. It it's fine. It's just sometimes like because if you don't do everything consistently when working out, it just throws everything off. And there's like some days where I just don't want to do anything. Yeah. And I'd rather, you know, because like with running and whatnot, like the exercise I do now, if I run, if I don't run for a day or two days or even like a week, it's not going to make me feel like absolute dog shit. But like, mm-hmm. you know, but you can lose everything so quickly when you're going to the gym and it just, just kind of, yeah, it just kind of evaporates. And I don't know. I just, I want to just casually do it. Not yeah. Like, well, it's got to be well, what it is. What it sounds like is it's a lifestyle thing. Yeah, I mean, like a, a good one, really good. Yeah, one. like it's it's really just putting myself outside a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also gonna try and get into reading and doing that consistently, like actual books and staying even more off my phone because I just don't. I just think it's stupid because, you know, with social media and like all these different apps, it's, it's just so easy to just pick it up and just do it for like two hours straight. Like it's, yeah, it's too easy. It's too easy. But then it's like, I realize it's a pretty boring way to live. So yeah, yeah. there is a lot more outside, a lot more to do and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, just I don't know, like strengthening like my brain power and not not just, you know, sitting there like a sack of potatoes. You'll feel better too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I mean, oh, and like if you want, so actually what, what I could do to help you if you're interested is I can kind of I can give you some like tips and stuff with when it comes to you know, food and because food has a lot of micronutrients, which really impact your brain, which really impact everything else. Yeah. And I can, you know, because I'm, I'm a, I like to think I'm a pretty healthy, um, very, very like, what do you call it? Active. Very active. Yeah. Very active person. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I mean, I worked and I cut lawns today for, like six and a half hours. And then, I mean, I, I walked eight miles and then I went for a massive skateboard ride and I'll probably go for a walk later. Like, I don't know. It just gives me, cause like once you break through a barrier of like a couple days where you might feel like dog shit of doing this stuff consistently, then you start to feel like really good yeah. because your body makes more energy and then you can wake up and you, and then you, know, you, you get some sun and you feel good. And then you, you feel really good you know and you're in a good mental state too so Mm -hmm. right on man that's awesome i mean and i've tried eating better too which at college isn't gonna go that well i mean yeah it you know but trying where i can i'm being realistic about where i can't so yeah right on we'll um we'll see how that goes but I think also one of the things I want to do this summer is accomplish more with writing mm-hmm. and actually like doing, I want to, I'm going to, well, I think this summer I'm going to do it at a minimum of at least once a day. Okay. Doing yeah. like a full page of like Google doc. Like I think that could be a good exercise and just a good, 
good practice and consistency and also the art that I'm in. So. Oh, absolutely. Like what, what kind of things do you, do you want to write? Um, mostly just stuff that I haven't before, like strengthening different writing styles all around, mm-hmm. like doing, like, I'd want to do like maybe like a five page scene, which is like specific, like it's almost like a, an assignment. It's like, you know, you have to have a minimum of three characters and one of them has to say this and what's like the theme or feeling that you want to convey in this scene good deal yeah that's That's a pretty it's pretty common thing among writers because it lets them explore like new writing avenues without fully committing themselves to a project that encompasses that entire idea Mm -hmm. because that that way they know if okay am i going to lose my mind while writing this or am i going to actually have a fun time with it yeah yeah so I mean, I think, but if we're going into like specifics, I'd really like to try and write more emotion-filled scenes. I dig that. You know, um, doing, whether it be like, like I have have a plan for like a series of one of them where it's like extreme emotions, where it's like extremely happy, extremely sad, extremely angry extremely depressed extremely you know um stressed out or you know and it's not just in in the dialogue or the characters but just the overall like how the room is described and how it feels how like you know how just how the overall world feels and everything else nice so you know that could be that's deep I dig it. Yeah, that could be interesting. And yeah. I think um, another aspect of writing that I want to get better about is writing, uh, what's it called? Um, a, I don't remember what the term is called, but it's a, um, it's like a type of writing where every like every scene has like a different feel to it like i think it's called like a not multi-genre but like multi it's like a multi i'm trying to think like not aesthetic but like like multiple i guess for the sake of simplicity like a multiple aesthetic um short film is the idea that every single scene is drastically different from like the last okay but you still make everything connect so it's like let's say like your opening scene is like you know a child's birthday party and then the ending scene is like a graveyard Mm, you know like and it's you know because in this exercise i saw it's like okay you write at the beginning and the ending which are completely different and then you fill it in i think i think that's what it was called i think again i don't remember the terminology but i think it's like beginning and end is like where you are the only things that you can't change and then you just build up the rest in between okay yeah yeah so you start somewhere you have an idea of where you want to end up and you 
try to connect the dots along the way to make okay yeah yeah i like that that's awesome man i'm interested to see where you go with that it could be interesting like yeah you know and it doesn't have to be like you know like again like children's birthday party and then ending seems like a graveyard Mm -hmm. but like it could be different things yeah i mean and the idea is that it is that they are different from each other so Mm -hmm. you know you can kind of go with whatever you want like yeah you you could open it up with you know like your opening shot could be a fucking you know like not like it opens like an at a nascar race and then somehow you end up on the ending scene the ending takes place on like mars well you know elon musk type shit yeah exactly <laughs> or you know whatever yeah so i don't know i think it could be fun but that's that's really interesting man yeah. I, I dig that a lot dude this could be like the summer of like coming coming around to to things and yeah, ideas it's the summer of creation summer dude of creation. i dig that so much yeah because <laughs> i know that i dude and with like the health stuff too like we can shred dude the hills around here excellent for shredding <laughs> on the lawn board <coughs> nice, man. i want to take you to um there's a skate shop that's going out of business so a lot of things on clearance mm. i want to get you some new trucks and some new wheels and bearings I need some new ones as well, but I want to get you some too, so that you can have a better setup mm-hmm. um, and overall just a better experience. Not, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That honestly might be something I do tonight. Yeah. Go like, for it. Right, right along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because dude, my wheels are worn thin. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Cause like, Oh, and I was, I was sliding around today too. Because the back wheels are like super thin, but the front wheels still have some girth to them. Mm. Girth. Just like me, baby. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> but like I was I was um, doing some hard turns and I noticed that like the back was slipping out because the wheels were so thin back there that they didn't have any traction. They didn't, yeah. And like, dude, I remember at what like I changed my set of wheels like every year, which you're supposed to do it twice a year at least, <laughs> but oh and dude the trucks are loose too because like going over like like um you know those pathways that have yeah, like the yeah. bump like a sidewalk yeah it's hell on the wheels man it's hell on the trucks it like did do like every five seconds it's like those wheels are like just fucking put me out of my misery honestly yeah they want me to kill them so i might have to burn them but yeah <laughs> there's so much gunk in the bearings it's gross but it's, it's really grody but yeah. yeah it'll be it'll be good though but <laughs> yeah it's a i'm trying to get this first paycheck and god it's it's, it's already it's already spent but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah because what i want to do is i want to i want to buy the new microphones mm-hmm. um and you can pay me whenever um it's like 40 bucks so it's nothing oh really yeah and it comes with a boom and it's like it's like the best cheap mic in the podcasting industry. oh yeah yeah with yeah. The, um the arm and the, the arm and the... yeah and yeah. i'm gonna put so what i want to do is build like like build a proper studio in the basement mm-hmm. and i'm gonna put one of my boards back there i want to put some feng shui or whatever maybe i don't know we'll figure but yeah, i can bring some like decorations over. yeah yeah let's let's put some decorations put some we can go to five and below and get like a, like posters or something and... dude yeah i want to get i want to make it like our 
aesthetic, you know? Yeah, like I, I wanted. To, it'd be also just cool to have a room that we could just go and hang out in. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like because regardless of recording, it's just like we can go in there and just and just chill. Work. We can. We can work and chill, and yeah, exactly. Like that could yeah. be our that could be our space. Yeah, we could you know and watch movies in there. Sounds like a plan. But yeah, I mean, like, there's there's a lot that I want that room to be like, like the musings of men, space, just just a yeah. space, like just you know, our, our little, our um, yeah, little studio, little, yeah, yeah, a little studio that we can do things in, yeah, and just I, I mean, I want it to be a comfortable space where you can go in there and you can spend hours, but it, but it, it it's a good, it's a good it's spend a good, of hours, yeah. you know. It's not you're not like creeped out by we're not gonna no. have like fucking you know yeah like strung up heads and mm-hmm. shit like oh, good lord but i'm gonna make that one of my projects this maybe this week and next week to try and piece something together and get some started at least and then the, the mics will come and i'll put them up and i'll kind of get a setup going yeah. um because there's already two chairs but and i mean in any case that's just one thing i want to do um but I don't know where it's going with that. Just stuff to do, I guess. Yeah, just you know, things to do. But I'm really excited to do that. Um, I'm going to be taking some marketing courses as well, oh, and some cool. workshops on that, so that um, either over the summer or beginning, you know, well, really during the summer, so that I can. And I'm going to be doing my own research too to be to to really get like a good handle on how to do things, who to talk to, where to go how to, type of deal, yeah. how to properly. actually get this thing off the ground. And- yeah. And I'm thinking we spot, cause I'm going to put some money like 15 or 20% into our PayPal account. Okay. Um, and then we can use that for advertising for the purchases, equipment, whatever, yeah. really get, get it off the ground. Good. Cause we got a good product. So we just got to get it out. You just have to, yeah. You know, and you're gonna learn how to do that. And, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna properly learn how to do that. Um, that's what I'm really excited about. Actually, it gets me stoked for you know now changing my course and actually knowing what I'm gonna do. And it it all feels right because you know not only with this podcast but also with Narbars and all that. Um, and you know getting this getting things going. I'm I'm excited for it. So as you should be. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm stoked that you're <laughs> along for the journey and that you're yeah. part of it. I mean, I could I couldn't do it without you, man. So, yeah, and I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I couldn't do it without you. And like, yeah, who else better to do it with? <laughs> well, but, that depends uh, on who you ask. Yeah, well, uh, I would say I would say that, you know that who better to do it with than my best bud? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, right on, yeah, this summer um, should be should be really productive. Yeah. Right on. Um, oh, so I was. This has nothing to do at all with what we've been talking. Yeah, let's switch I was, subjects. I yeah. was thinking about this um, a little while ago. But what do you think about the idea that us as that like with people and with like the issues we face. Do you think that as people, you know, where the blame 
like when it comes to like people and like anger and blame and all that <clears throat> with blame like do you think depending on the situation do you think it's justified to to put blame on someone that can't like is it just to like put blame on someone that either didn't have anything to do with it or you know i think it's like putting is it just to put to blame someone for something they've never done even though it seems logical well you can't you can't blame somebody for something that they didn't do. However, if it was something that happened out of that person's negligence, yeah. that's a different story. Like if, if they were, if like, if they were negligent about, say if you're negligent about feeding a fish, the fish yeah. going to die. Yeah. And that's going to be your fault yeah. because you didn't do something because you, yeah. you know, like you have a, like you have responsibilities and stuff, but if you're talking about like, like, could you give me a concrete example like of where it could be just like okay so if you think about or a situation like yeah um so if you think about it like in this in these terms like one of the examples could be you know if let's say Like, let's say, like, you have, like, let's just take, like, a hypothetical country, and that mm -hmm. country takes over, you know, one of its neighbors or somewhere around the world. Should you blame, you know, that country for the mistakes of, or let me, let me kind of finish this off. Let's, let's say you have two hypothetical countries. One takes over the other then that country revolts and kicks the original country out and due to that country's occupation and whatnot this the, the country that was occupied has fallen on hard financial times and whatnot would it be the fault of the people that initially invaded the country or the country themselves because they've let the problem proprietate on who do you blame in that situation? I would kind of blame. So, so say, so the, the country that was independent um, prior to it being taken over. Yeah. Say everything was going well. And then an invading country came in. Invading country and comes in. Yeah. Messed everything up. That's the invading country's fault for messing up, you know, the economic system, say, of the country they invaded. Because you occupy, you destroy things. You kill people you, and yeah. all of a sudden you've there was something that was balanced and you've pushed the border between order and chaos into the realm of chaos. And now there is no order and now there things are no, unbalanced. There's and now, an unbalance in the world and whatnot. Yeah. And so I, I think that if I think that, yeah, it's the invading country's fault for the financial hardships and the hardships in general of a country that they invade. Because they yeah. instigated that. They instigated it. They yeah. did that. 
And so, yeah. would you still say the same thing if, like, let's say that country regained its independence for about 50 or 60 years? Um, but it didn't get back on its feet? But it didn't get back on its feet, yeah. Um, you know, everything has a cascading effect. Okay. But because if they were doing okay before, if they were doing good before, got ruined, had to get back on their feet, you know, I mean, the U.S. is only like 250 years old or whatever. We have never really been invaded on home soil um, in the recent years, so we wouldn't know. But if I kind of think that if you were to have independence again for like 60 years or whatever, you you would have to. And if you and a reasonable a reasonable thing to happen was that you would have something resembling an economy and you would, you know, it would be okay. And you'd be doing all right. And then you'd be, yeah. of course, you know, it takes a long time to recover from something like that. Say if your capital was destroyed, you know, you lost a ton of population, cities are burned to the ground. That takes a long time to, recover. to rebuild. And yeah. And of course you're going to be hurting for cash when you got to rebuild all these things. Yeah. Of course. yeah naturally. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're if you're trying if you're really trying to get back on your feet and you just keep on you have to rebuild still say i mean of course it's the invading country's fault that um you know you are where you are but however if it's a leadership problem if the leadership are the reason that a country is not doing well that's the leadership's problem that's the own country's problem yeah so so I guess where your stance is that it, you know, even after they've had however many decades to like rebuild, you're still in the same, like on the same, in the same boat as like well, because they altered the um, they altered the course of 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 time of history, yeah, due yeah. To, due to them just making mm-hmm. this decision. And... So it'll never be how it how it'll never be where it would have been where it would have, yeah. Yeah, I think it. What do what do you think about that scenario? I think so. Well, because like obviously, like whenever a country invades and then it puts whatever country they've invaded into like financial hardship, that's on them. Mm-hmm. That's you know still occupying whatever. I think the like where it becomes like a little bit muddled is when after that country left and then all that was left was the former you know occupation state or whatever um i think in some cases it is kind of on them because while yes it does take a long time to rebuild i still think like you know, and obviously it sucks why it happened to you, or you know, like why probably wasn't justified. But I feel that like it happened. That it happened, but I feel like you know, and it really shouldn't be your responsibility to pick up the pieces. But I feel like when given that responsibility, um, or you know, so it is in their hands now, and I feel like you could put them at fault for not really for being not as good off as they were before because 
that it's just it, it's just one of those things like i feel like when one objective gets transferred from one bean to another it becomes that bean's objective no matter what it's yeah yeah i think so um well okay that that says that that being or that entity is driven yeah. is 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 motivated is motivated yeah now take this scenario that you've placed in front of us and you know say that there's really good leadership after you know post occupation yeah that could things could be really different if you have a an organized cooperative and successful um like governance at post you know post all that then there's a really good chance that it could bounce back significantly quickly yeah and have a lot exactly better off even maybe even maybe get back to where it was before a lot quicker in say 20 years as opposed to in 60 years they're still struggling struggling struggling. you know they're no better off than when they were liberated and that's and 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 that's a leadership problem yeah you know that's a leadership problem i yeah and i i agree with that like that's Mm -hmm. it's more of an issue of people than it is you know country or government or whatever so. yeah interesting okay yeah what, what what prompted that if you don't mind me asking i was just thinking that's a really nice thought i uh, like that yeah like you know because it makes me you know like with everything going on in the news and mm-hmm. whatnot, it's uh it's interesting like because i mean if you think about it like you know there are quite a few like former soviet states that are you know countries that are very 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 poor mm-hmm. and you know that kind of made me think like you know why is that why is, well i mean why they are like that is because the soviets invaded right but is but whose fault is it for the reason that they still are the way that they are well so it would have to be the current leadership now i yeah. think in so in this case which i think is pretty interesting it's also the the economic systems of these countries yeah. Which might might either suppress people or you know or or give them the chance to actually grow. Yeah. And I know with, with communism that obviously everyone's so, gonna be poor and nobody's gonna work and everyone's gonna be mad and you can't move up. Yeah. You know. Um now to, I don't know a particular example, but I'm sure there are posts like like previously Soviet countries that maybe switch economic systems and are doing better now because they were liberated and they were able to do that. Um, and I'm sure that there are some that kind of kept that same regime um, where the people at the top were at the top and they stayed, you know, kind of like how Putin is in a way, I guess. What do you think about What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I think with economic systems, um, it does play a part in it like and it you know it it can um i think you know like if you take like the occupying forces political system and then or economic system and then they you know put it through that country that can obviously put it through the ringer um yeah i but yeah, I do agree with it being like a factor in it, but I don't think that's the entire factor. I've, well, no, it's not the entire yeah. factor. It's the past does influence the present. Yeah. You know, and, and there's always going to be remnants of, you know, old Soviet this or that. Yeah. And there's always going to be some policies and some 
There's always you like know, laws and systems in place that were implemented in that era, I think. Yeah. As a given. Yeah. As a yeah. Yeah. Interesting thought. I like that. Yeah. Just something floating through my brain. So Yeah, you have some gnarly thoughts. I usually think, man, how can I like succeed and how can I make the best surf wax? I'm usually not thinking at that level. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I wish, I, I mean, I do sometimes, but um, I don't know. <laughs> I come to pretty quick conclusions on things. I read up. But, well, I don't know if it's good if I don't, but I always try to question things. You yeah. know, you know, mean, it's important to do so. Yeah. Uh, what's up? What's up? I just think like you know I think there's a difference between like picking between what you're gonna eat and then like I don't fucking know like whether or not to get life-saving surgery like I don't think you should yeah be quick. yeah there's you should mm-hmm. be quick about like that or anything but. well yeah I mean ponder I you know I do I do ponder philosophical um you know thoughts a lot so I yeah. guess I guess I guess I am at that level but thinking about economic systems that's that's an x level that's cool be like man i want like that's that's a that's a nice question but yeah yeah. i mean it's like Mm -hmm. i don't know when you're like a history nerd like i am it's like i wonder how this could have turned out differently or yeah how does you know this factor in Mm -hmm. during this time period like how did this influence everything and how did it you know people go about it and whatnot that is interesting and also to think about like alternative history like what if this hadn't happened oh alternative history yeah. some, of, some of like my favorite things to talk about and some of my favorite fiction because it's yeah. so so interesting mm-hmm. like that's actually that prompts another good question what would you have liked to see differently in history just for the sake of seeing it differently not because it's better or worse right just, just for the sake of it for the sake of it i kind of think like what if what if there were what if there weren't what if okay in america let's localize it yeah what if slavery like slavery never existed interesting like what if that never had like what if that institution never came to america or never existed at all what if people were like, you cannot buy and sell human beings like in the, in the 1500s. And then they were like, all right, I guess we can't do that. Like, yeah, like it's more. Yeah. Think about all of the just, all right, this is actually, this can get really deep. So yeah. think about, you know, how some people will or would identify with themselves and with their past. Um, and how they would, I, I, you know, I, it's it's really, it, it's really delicate ground to, to traverse. Oh, it is because I don't want to misstep. No, I don't either. You know, and you know, it's not really our history to. No, it's not. But like it's, you it's, could, it's, but you could think about what might have happened. Might have, oh yeah, no, anyway, entirely yeah, speculative, yeah. of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, would I there? Mean, I, I mean. How, how I would want to look at the impact on people. 
you know. Yeah. So, mm, what do you think? So, if I think if we okay, so to simplify this, let's just ask the question: What if slavery never came to America? Because yeah, slavery slavery's been a thing for thousands of years. Yeah, I mean, it has. I mean, racially based slavery is what the institution mm-hmm. was. But. Although, think about it: you had African tribe people selling off other African tribesmen of their own tribe. And they were equal, they were profiting just as much as you know any white plantation owner. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Yeah, "Yeah, I'm on top. Yeah, and this is seen as a yeah. And Mm -hmm. oh, and the thing was with those two was like what people what what people have to understand about like that aspect of slavery is it was people from other tribes or criminals, like just you know, people that were seen as unlawful or immoral in their tribe. And the other thing, too, was with Europeans, like, I mean, because obviously they could communicate because they had to propagate like a business deal. Yeah. But they didn't exactly tell them what they were doing to those people over there. Like, oh. they were, so, you know, like, I remember one time I heard like someone say like you know like it was just like really it was just really ignorant person and he was like he's like oh man slavery isn't that big of a deal you had black people selling black people and i'm like god like that's like you know or like i've heard another guy said slavery is the best thing that happened to ever black people whoa yeah like and his logic was they would have never had the chance to come to America if they were never brought over on ships. Man, there's some people who are in dire need of an education. Yes, yes, very, very much. Um, yes. There's a teaching yeah. on how to be human. Yeah, but. so, but back to, like, the whole, like, if slavery never reached the United States, um, I feel like... We wouldn't, I don't think we would have as big of a melting pot, I would think. No, you're, you're right about that. Probably not. I mean, like, I don't think we would have as much, we wouldn't be near, like, I think we'd probably look something similar to Europe, maybe. We'd have, we still have a lot of like Latinos and and such from Latin America. I mean, so there would be. And nowadays, there's more of them than ever. So, well, yeah, and it's like, well, but which what you also have to consider is like how small would the U.S. be really if we didn't have this like industry? If the industry wasn't as right. big, uh, yeah. Okay, so there is a ton so of things so to thing unpack. Make the argument that with slavery, obviously, being one of the proponents to help. Um, you know, bring on like the industrial revolutions. If you took that away or you like lessen that by like a ton, would we have felt the need, you know, and obviously pop- population growth was going up then too. So would we have felt the need to expand our landmass to fit more people and to, you know, well, we would have had a lot of plantations and a lot of places where food was grown 
where they couldn't, they would have to pay workers to, you know, either farm those fields or they just wouldn't farm at all they because it wouldn't be economically viable. Yeah, exactly. but, but we still need food. So where yeah. are we going to get food? Well, the population would either have to be smaller to accommodate less of a food source, or we would actually have to outsource to other countries, which I don't think was a really big thing back then. Or we would just have to say, hey, look, we got to pay folks to do this, whatever. Yeah. But there's so in this one question, there's so much to unpack. There is the cultural aspect of it. Like how would American culture be different? There's the social aspect, how it's social, you know, socialness be impacted. How would would economics be impacted? How would, you know, our perception of the past be impacted? How would other people from other countries and 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 other walks of life be viewed under, you know, say, well, I use the term native loosely, of course, but yeah. people who are born and raised here. Yeah. It's really interesting to think about. It is. And, it, you know, it makes you think, like, what could have, what could racism look like? I mean, obviously, that's one of, like. Would it exist? Obvious. It would. It would. Maybe not. It wouldn't be as prevalent in America. Uh, right. But elsewhere, it would be. But I don't. Yeah, would it elsewhere. If you if you go to Europe, like I don't they're know, pretty, they're they're actually pretty. You go out into like some of the older parts, from what I've read and you know the experiences of, you know, kind of seen through other people. They're you know they're open and they're very accepting of other cultures, but you also have to remember that everyone's human. Oh yeah, and that there are go yeah there's you know and there are towns where it's like. Oi, you know, you're a whatever because you know you're darker than me, or they've never seen a black person. Mm-hmm. Right. And there, there are some, from what I understand, like towns in Europe that have never ever seen like a person of color. Well, like it's that kind of like, you know, like you'll see videos, like or not videos, but like you'll see like news articles, like traveling to like all white european village that's never seen a person of like or not that exact title, yeah right you know something like you know but yeah i got i got you it's interesting it and, is you know what would you know it's another good question to ask is what would like politics look like american politics Dude, it would be completely different it would be you know it would be because you almost i'm i'm inclined to say that almost anything regarding anything that's a battle of race Mm -hmm. play into politics and these days that does a lot so Mm -hmm. it seems like apparently for whatever reason we all just can't unite and say hey we're all americans and we're all people and we're all human beings can we just get together Right. And still, you know, I kind of feel like there would be more of that. Um, I first, but I, I don't think that because identity politics is huge. Mm. Like it's almost a religion. Almost. If you think about it. And so would identity politics be as prevalent? Of course, you have to say, okay, you've got 
you know, say wokeism is an ideology, that's identity politics. You've got far right extremism, that's also an identity politics. Um, and you've got a battle between those two. But I don't if 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 slavery was never a thing, I think maybe the ramification would be more. It would I think there's a lot of positives that would come out of that scenario, obviously. Um, but I think that with regard to politics, like there would be a lot less, hate, well, frankly, hatred. Hatred, yeah. And um, there would be a lot less division. Um, well, you wouldn't have teenage girls going into like a comic book store seeing a five-year-old white kid and calling him a colonizer i don't think that would happen jesus christ you know some people are crazy i've heard yeah i mean people are crazy man yeah like i I don't i don't get that like it's a five-year-old kid yeah like adults is one thing like Mm -hmm. whatever even still I mean, yeah, but adults can like at least understand right. what you called that. Mm-hmm. That little kid is like probably doesn't know what colonizer is. No. Doesn't know what it means. Has no clue about anything the ideas of racism or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like unless it's being taught to his pa- taught by his parents, which mm-hmm. at that age I don't know why you need to. No. Well, I mean, teaching them like racist principles, I guess, like. So they themselves can be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you know, not, I'm not saying like, it's obviously good to teach your kids about the world around them from an early age to prepare them. But like, you know, you shouldn't be fucking calling a fucking five-year-old a colonizer. No. What did he do? And and in a comic book store too. Like, come on, dude. I mean, in general, like, if you don't know somebody, don't make a judgment or cast something onto them that it's probably not them or who they are. Yeah, and it's like, like it's not like you know, and I don't really I never liked when people blame descendants of people for shit that happened. Exactly. We had nothing like, to do with it. We had nothing to do with anything. Like my ancestors yeah. were poor, right? Yeah. Like, dude, we don't have like you you can't look, we're a completely different. I'm a completely different person than any of my other family. So don't, you know, don't project whatever ancestors I might have had who maybe did things onto me because I'm a completely different person. Yeah. I'm not that. You're not like, yeah. me with that. That's just that's so hot. That's just so mm-hmm. happens where you come from exactly and like getting mad over getting mad over that seems even more ridiculous to me no. you know i don't know that 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 does and you know okay here's actually something that you know is kind of ridiculous that happened to me recently well it was when i moved when i moved into college um the first roommate group who i was with um i remember them saying something that was they were they i mean i kind of say they're a pretty hateful bunch but um they said a few things but one of them that stuck out to me was um i said so like what was your first impression of me or whatever you know just expecting like stereotypical whatever they told me they were like he's either they they look they said they looked at me and they thought that i could probably be racist 
that I was a that they, they looked at me and said he's a How? racist. I don't How? know. I don't know. That doesn't. I figured that's what you're gonna say, but still, like, 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 first of all, why, and then how? Like, I do. I mean, do you see how? Like, people need to understand that because of. I mean, I don't judge you for how you look. I don't judge anybody for anything. I'm like, dude, don't. That's a that's an awful heavy thing to put on somebody, and it's definitely not true. That doesn't make any like. No, it doesn't make sense. Cause like I, I can understand like, you know, like obviously stereotypes aren't a good thing and whatnot. Like, you know, and you should never judge a book by its cover. And you know, and there is like the stereotypes of like what makes up like a racist person or whatever, like their physical attributes. But that's like you're like one of the last people I think that would ever happen to. Well, uh, it happened. So Did they explain why or no, they were just like, Oh, I thought you were a racist. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, hold up. Can we like, can we like pump the brakes for a second? Just like, thought you were like, I was like, hold up. Like, like, like hang on. Like, I got what questions. are you? I, like, I got questions, man. What else did they say to that degree? Um, they said like, okay. They, they, they had a lot of straight hate going on too. Oh. Um, and putting me to shame for just being who I am. Um, it's a bit ironic. Yeah, I know, isn't it? It's like the people who are supposedly most inclusive are often the most hateful and least inclusive. Yeah. Um, which is what I've generally found anyway. And they won't even hear you out. They'll yeah. just shut you down and scream over you. And I'm like, that's not productive or helpful. Yeah. But Damn, I don't know. That, that really sucks, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that happened like eight months ago or nine months ago or whatever, but it, it's it stuck with me because. No, yeah, it's like not a light thing to. It's not. Um, and obviously, I know it's bogus. It's like not legit. Yeah, I mean, it's. But stupid. the fact that that was a thing that somebody could just, you know, I mean, somebody who you would you would assume would be like the last person to, to assume something about somebody. Yeah, or to just make straight up assumes a ton of shit. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Oh yeah, like people thought I was like really, really mean, or you know, like not not open minded, or uh, yeah, I've gotten that too. I've gotten called like a fucking you know white asshole, or a, you know straight at like a lot of just like an adjective. And then asshole. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a bummer, man. But yeah. you're like you're like the the greatest person on earth, dude. <laughs> like, how is that possible, I, man? I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Um, and it's like until you get to know somebody, you can't judge them. Yeah, that's it's true, and it's like I don't, I don't know, I I, I don't get it. Like, it's just it's one of those things where you know like because again like that's not like a light thing to be calling someone no. so I feel like when you know you're like you gotta like and most of the time those people don't have strong evidence to begin with they don't and it's like like oh they just look like it or mm -hmm. because you person, talk a certain way you are a certain way you had this on 
blowing yeah. you, you know, whatever. It's all bullshit. Effectively, yeah. I've just learned to ignore it all anyway. It's like, I don't know. <coughs> like, I've just learned not to care. It's probably a good thing. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> don't be dying now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to use the bathroom. Holy shit. <laughs> Fucking hiccups. I got I'm you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your time. This is your daily reminder to drink sweet tea and uh, join our Patreon that we don't have yet. Big yet. But yeah, drink sweet tea. It's the most amazing substance on God's green earth. There's really nothing like it. Also, Get some sun. Go outside. Wake up early. Wake up early. Go out and get some sun. That's the first thing you should do. Just like Liver King says, through the eyes, on the face, on the skin. To set up for your best day and your best sleep to live your best life. That's what Liver King says. So do that and your stoke will be instantly and radically boosted. For sure. Yeah. Move heavy objects and try to, you know, I've been, I've been getting into grounding. So there's a lot that goes on there. I'll tell Andy when he gets back. Oh, Oh, damn it. Now I have the hiccups. Oh, bummer. That sucks. Well, uh, we can wrap it up soon then, but I was just, and there's, there's one, there's another thing I want to add and that's, I've been getting into grounding lately. You know what grounding is? No. So it's basically where you, um, you take your shoes off and you like walk outside barefoot. Well, apparently now, now apparently it was supposedly what this does is the earth has a slightly negative charge. And so it kind of resets. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Grounding benefits. There's a lot. Actually, there's been lots of studies. So the earth has a slightly negative charge. And if you put your feet on it for like, I don't know, say 20 minutes, at least a day, mm. then you should... The, the benefits are, you know, it reduces inflammation, it decreases pain, decreases stress response, increases heart rate variability, improves sleep, improves cortisol rhythm, improves wound healing, reduces blood viscosity, um, you know, helps with depression, anxiety, um, your gut biome as well, like your, uh, your gut health, it improves that too, apparently, like, I'm, I've been really getting into grounding lately. <laughs> Health, dude. Yeah, I mean, that sounds a lot more complex. Like, the name sounds a lot more complex than it actually is. Yeah. yeah like, but it's yeah. literally just taking your shoes off. and mm-hmm. That's all. Just walking on grass. Like, the fact that that has so many health benefits, it's crazy. 
Nice man. <laughs> should get into. Gro- I should get into grounding this. Get it, dude. We can ground together. <laughs> That's ridiculous, isn't it? Who'd have thought? Well, the the practice itself isn't ridiculous. It's just. That's a very dramatic name for something so simple. I know. Like grounding. Grounding. Like, like maybe it's like, I don't know, fucking okay. spelunking, but in the ground instead of a cave. Would you ever go spelunking? Yeah, why not? Seems like fun. Although I heard that the air is super stagnant. So if you like fart, the farts, like it stays in that area for like ever. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I mean, I've, yeah. It's a nice sound bite. <laughs> i might chop that up and put it on instagram uh, but if you, if you fart here it stays here forever i mean that's kind of the principle yeah, of i mean that's like that's that's the that's the science yeah yeah that's, that's really fun though like i don't know the cave air is like super stagnant and like weird yeah i also heard that like nowadays it's not uncommon to come across like undiscovered skeletons well because like you know these like other poor bastards that were doing this like 100 200 years ago and they didn't have like anything yeah literally there have been tourists or splunkers or whatever that have like gone out to these like caves and they're like they're recognized as like either a tourist thing or you know people just go in them and walk around and you know some people have like kind of gone off the beaten trail and found like passages and like even like little rooms and it's kind of freaky to come up on like you know a bunch of like you know fucking 18th and 19th century like skeletons or even skeletons is dates back to about like 100 years ago yeah that's creepy oh yeah i mean it's like you know you have that shit staring at you when you are walking down a fucking cave I actually remember when I was in a backpacking in New Mexico, there was this one Mesa called Yuraka Mesa. And apparently a bunch of spooky shit happened there. Like really? apparently people were seeing ghosts and were like chased off the mountain by like ghosts holding blue lights and like screaming at them and like Bigfoot like creatures going on there and like dragging people out of their tents and like <laughs> screaming at them. But they found right next to like a lot like not a lodge but like a little cabin they found this in in this rock structure they found this old spanish um like traveler who had been traveling from mexico to wherever and he like died on at this mesa and he had like gold and all of his stuff all there and it was just a skeleton but like all of his belongings were there and it was just like tucked away in this rock yeah it was really cool it's but like grave yeah i mean dude that like yeah i'll have to talk about the uraka mesa sometime but oh that could be cool. we could do like haunted places dude let's I've do actually, haunted places bro i've actually been um watching those like have you heard of buzzfeed unsolved yeah 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 so you know it's like those two guys or whatever and they'll go out and do their thing and it's it looks fun, and they have this device. I don't remember what it's called, or it's called like a spirit box, I think. Oh yeah, and it's like it's a radio, um, not synthesizer. It's like a radio scanner that scans fourteen hundred channels like a second, mm. or something like that. And the idea is that it it skips channels so often 
that it creates like a white noise. And, you know, with all these like different radio stations and whatnot, um, it actually allows for spirits to connect words together. And so like you'll ask them a question and then you'll hear like, you know, like, are you a man or a woman? And then you'll hear like man or well, woman. That's yeah, so crazy. It's kind of freaky hearing the radio like talk to you. And, yeah. you know, and it's like you can get them for like 90 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> we should try that. Well, that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking about doing. I want to get like a paycheck and then I want to get one of those. And then we can talk I, I pitched in on that. You want to? Yeah, we can. We can like maybe split it or something. Dude, that will be so creepy. Well, like, and we could just literally, we can just like go. I don't know. We could go around Charlottesville, and it's like, oh, that place is haunted, and it's like, okay, yeah, okay, let's figure it out. It's like, you know, are we alone in this room, or is there someone in here with us? And then mm-hmm. we can figure like it. Yes. Dude, what if? What if? I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Like, and apparently, um, it was actually proven that these spirit boxes don't have like a place where you can like talk into them. Oh, what? like the thing was like these like boxes, like no whatever, microphone. Yeah, like they they had like they were dissected, and there wasn't like a microphone in there, so it wasn't so it wasn't like the spirit box was just like it could pick up on like you know the the user's voice and then just spit out whatever. It's like. You know, and there's reviews from people online, and it ranges from like, product is total bullshit, don't buy it. From like, I had a full length conversation with my dead grandmother. That's crazy, dude. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I think it could be interesting. Like, I think it could be a. That sounds like a really fun time. Yeah, like we could maybe go. Imagine if we did that in Yogaville. Holy sh- dude, we could communicate with people who are murdered there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Yo. And they could tell us what happened. And we could expose them. No. Oh. oh, no, bro. That would be crazy, dude. Just to... If it works, like it, I'm going to be floored. Yeah, like... Do you know of any haunted places? Like, I know of a ton of haunted places in Wilmington, but that's six hours away. Yeah, I know... I actually, there are, I know there are lots of, there are a few places in Charlottesville that are haunted. There's a bridge that supposedly you go under and there's spirits there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's old churches, there's graveyards, there's, dude, I remember like I was watching mistakenly, I was watching this ghost show and <laughs> in actually, so the cemetery next to my old house downtown. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's like ghosts in there. That and there's so there's there's a mausoleum, I want to say. It's one of those it's like a building. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mausoleum. Apparently, there's like ghosts in that and around that, and they come out. They come out. I mean, that's an old ass cemetery, too. Yeah, like that was probably there. 1700s. Yeah, probably when around the time when Wilmington mm-hmm. was being built. Yeah. So like I don't know, dude, there's lots there, but like brad this would be a really really fun adventure we should do yeah. it let's 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 do that yeah let's 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 do it. <laughs> i yeah. i asked angel last night i'm like what if i got like a spirit box and decided to talk to dead people and she's like you can do that by yourself <laughs> oh count me in on that action yeah i want to film like, that 
Because what's like really freaky is what kind of proves these things to be like right is you can ask like what's my name and people get their name spoken right back to them. Dude, that's like scary. The on the show, they're like, if I'm not alone in this room, say my name. And one of the guys is named Ryan, and they're like Ryan, 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 and it's like I would drop and Ryan. Oh, I it was you know, and they would ask them like. You know, like, why are you still stuck here? And they'll get, they'll get like a get out or leave, or dude, that would be so. Dude, apparently, like ghosts and shit will like, like go inside you or whatever. Well, they can possess you. Apparently, that's I don't want that to happen. <laughs> no, just, just, just no on that. Yeah, I mean, like, we can just go to like some friendly ghosts. I guess we gotta, we gotta know if they're friendly ghosts. I mean, what if there's, like, a troubled soul that's, like, wandering about? Dude, apparently in, like, pictures, like, if you take a picture, uh-huh. like, a ghost will show up in the picture. There's been a couple of those, yeah. I mean... That's freaky. And some of and some of these, like, old pictures, like, have been confirmed to be... Yeah. Like, unknown, like, because, you know, people will... You know, because obviously, like, there's the fake ones, or you can Photoshop or whatever. But like, a lot of these like older black and white ones, um, a lot of evidence actually suggests because there's a way um, these like, you know, film experts or whatever can see if a picture's been like modified or not. And they looked at these old pictures of you know ghosts, and they didn't find anything. You want to know something else? What? They also didn't find anything when those same experts analyzed Bigfoot. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Dude, I was Shut telling you, up. it's freaking Shut real, all right? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was waiting right. to spin that on you. Oh, oh I was waiting to do that. In this episode. I was waiting. I fucking, yeah. I, I could, I could, I, I like you knew. to say that. <laughs> but in any case, like, that's, I want yeah. to I want to try this spirit box. It could be fun. Like, yeah, could be know, a fun, and, fun toy. Yeah, I mean, it could be fun. Like, yeah. Um, what if you actually got a response? And what if like it actually was like you need to get out now? Oh, you'd probably hear me scream. Like, if me and you were just like, does it mean you were in like some dark ass room? Mm-hmm. And then we turn it on because it already sounds kind of creepy because it's just it's like a it's a radio frequency yeah channel so it sounds like white it's like but it's like creepy white noise oh no and so you know like like what would you do if like oh my god we oh we like turned it on and we're like like what is our names and then all of a sudden we just heard like get out I would scream and fucking I, so first of all i'd be in a panic i'd be like ha, 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 ha. and then i would freaking bolt wherever the light is dude yeah oh my god i'll be creeped out i you <laughs> imagine the light like goes in and out too like oh, dude i would be it turns into like legit horror movie oh my god dude oh oh no i kind of want to bring it here because apparently there's like ghosts in dominion Whoa. Unlike the fourth and fifth floor. That'd be sick. That could be kind of (laughs) cool. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, I know. um, 
Dude, churches have got to be like infested with ghosts. Well, I mean, I associate churches with ghosts for some reason. I mean, funerals are held in them, so. Well, yeah, but like you, you. What about the morgue? I don't want to go to a morgue. No, fuck. <laughs> I think we'd get possessed. A cemetery. Yeah. We could actually go to the cemetery downtown. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, we just go to that one. And, bro, if we go to the cemetery downtown, like, we will probably get something. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> what if we're like, what do you think about the person buried next to you? Fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Died like, eight years <laughs> before me. Yeah. It was like, it's like, who is this person to you? My husband. Oh. <laughs> Fucking idiot didn't even know how to clean. Damn. At that point, I'd be interested. I'd be like, so how was your life? <laughs> they just tell us their life story. That would be interesting. What if you got like a ghost life story? Imagine we got a ghost on the podcast. Dude, that's what I'm telling we, you, man. We just like we just set up like in the cemetery yeah. and we literally just put the voice box up to the mic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, we're here recording on the Mutants of Men podcast, Spirits from the Dead. Got anything to say, guys? And it's like the devil is coming in 13 days. Oh shit. And then it'd be like, all right, you know, cool. <laughs> I'd be counting. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that would be that'll be something. Yeah. I watch or, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, like, because I'm kind of on the fence about ghosts. Like, I think there's something to it, but I haven't had an experience to validate, <laughs> you know, what yeah. might may or may not be out there. Yeah. What kind of ghost would you want to talk to? Um, a ghost of, like, just just a, a good, like, chill bro ghost. What if you could talk to uh, Dennis Wilson? Oh, dude. I would have a field day. Like, I would ask him so much, and I would ask him, like, how did it feel to die while surfing so that I can know what to expect? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to see in 80 years that I die surfing, more and they're going to be like, I predicted that shit. Yeah. Uh, I've almost died, like, a lot, so... Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you could like talk to your ancestors. Dude, that would be incredible. Like, there's so much I would want to ask and so much I would want to like know. It it would it would just be like what would you ask your ancestor if you had the opportunity? Well, let's see. If I could ask my you know like or who, what ancestors specifically, yeah. I'll ask you the same thing later, but who would I talk to? Well, probably. Um, I would want to talk to one of them from the Civil War, one on each side. Oh, you could do the ones that literally surrendered, surrendered to each other. Yeah, I want to be like, hey, y'all, guess what? We're in our family, so get along, all right? I would want to ask them, like, what were you fighting for? Mm-hmm. And I would want to ask them, like, um what did you think about the war yeah like what did you think about the war what were you fighting for um you know what were you thinking when all this was going down and 
you know, did you see hope at the end of the tunnel? And did you think that, you know, maybe one day things would get better? Or yeah, did yeah. you, or like, what did you think? I, you know, I honestly, yeah, like, did you think, I mean, of course, they're afraid of dying daily, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it would be really interesting if I could get both of them on like the, the, the thing at the same time, that would be a really fun conversation. But I mean, if there was a way to do that, I would totally do it because there's so much. I mean, anybody, yo, here's what we need to do. There's so in Virginia, there's a ton of Civil War battlefields and a ton of ghost sightings at the Civil War battlefields. Oh, yeah. So if we could go to there and if we could see, I mean, apparently people like see fully dressed like <laughs> Union soldiers yeah. with like guns and everything, full mm-hmm. apparition, whatever. Yeah. Like, dude, how crazy would it be to, to see oh, it? It's pretty free. Like, there's um, there's that would videos. be almost awe-inspiring. Yeah, I mean, I've heard stories about people hearing like distant cannon fire when there was mm-hmm. nothing there, or horse hooves clicking against the ground, or muskets, or you know, yeah, I, I don't think I would be as freaked out as much as I would kind of be in awe and feel intrigued yeah i mean with that because i mean that is your family well i mean not just that it's my family but that it's 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 as you can you can kind of hear history and you can kind of like if you're hearing cannon fire and if you're hearing horses hooves and muskets and maybe dudes in the woods like you're literally hearing the past you're hearing what went on you're hearing the sounds of this historic place and it's all there and it's so much energy going on yeah i would love to see like a full body apparition of one of these civil war soldiers at a battlefield that'd be really cool that would it would i wouldn't be freaked out because i would i would see now i think that's really cool because that's like like he's here like his 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 soul is still tied to this place. His yeah, his soul is still here, and it's buried here, and it's and and he's he's his his spirit is still in the fight, and it's still you know it, it it's it's like looking at the past, and I think that would be so cool to like just look at it and to be in it, you know. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, or am yeah. I crazy? No, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Oh, dude, the history nerd that I am would just, I would, I would bow, I would bow burst down into tears. Oh, but, me too. You know, if I could, like, I don't know, go to, you know, um, where the Battle of the Somme was and just, I don't know, go down to one of those trenches and just talk to one of those guys. Like, oh, dude. Like, I mean, and just getting that perspective, because obviously, like, you hear people talk about, like, oh, this was, like, a great battle, and, you know, it was bigger than anything any movie could ever capture, but that would pale in nothing, you know, that would pale compared to, like, hearing someone's account of it. Yeah. And, you know, somebody's voice. And, you know, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps, man. Like it's dude, it would be it would be fucking insane. Yeah, we could do that. Or imagine imagine going to like 
what's it called um like a kind of going away from like the civil war and just more in like american history but imagine going to like monticello there's got to be ghosts at monticello no, there, there is like there there has to be there and has to be yeah you think jefferson's still there bro tj ain't left you think he's like watching people his body's buried in that family cemetery up there isn't it yeah i think the entire the entire jefferson i think his immediate family's mm-hmm. all buried up there yeah so he's up there so theoretically he could be wandering could around be. monticello in the off hours you know you know what i would ask him i would ask him what he thinks about what's happened to the town in the last like, oh what, uh, what, what, what does he what does he think about the way people talk about him now yeah he would probably be pissed <laughs> probably what would the founding fathers think about th- where this country is i think george washington would probably just laugh because he said this before he died we shouldn't have a two-party system he'd be like you fucking idiots yeah like that <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's how the majority yeah, that would be like, what the fuck did we leave you guys? Like, yeah, but they were really, really smart because they, they smart people, like, yeah. they left the Constitution very open to interpretation and very, you know, it changes with the times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very adaptable, which is really smart. You know, so I think they did a lot of good there. <laughs> but crazy. so, in your opinion. Where do you think, like, so do you think, like, with spirits and, like, ghosts and all that, to be tied down to where they, for them to be, like, a ghost, do you think their body needs to physically be there, or do you think it only needs to be where, like, they died? That's an interesting prospect. I think because, you know, people say that ghosts haunt houses that, like, they either lived in or whatever. Yeah. Like people see grandma, you know, and she's Looking buried over in the cemetery across town, but she's here. Yeah. You know, she's baking cookies. She, she, she baking cookies and she ain't looking too, she looking a little glowy. You yeah. Know? So a smiling just a little glowy. Yeah. Do you think that ghosts could like cross the street though into like another house? Uh, I don't really know because that's where it gets kind of like, foggy ironically enough with ghosts mm-hmm. yeah is because i've heard like kind of some of the rules like what interpretation is they can't leave where they died like an area some people think it's like by choice and then other people think you know they can they're like tied to like an object that's possible so like yeah. i don't know like let's say like, let's say, like, I died and my soul was tied to, like, this thing. You mm-hmm. know, if you go, like, put it... <laughs> hopefully it won't be tied to fucking... Hopefully it won't be tied to one Hopefully not. But, like, let's say if you were to put this down in, like, this room, I could occupy this room. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't leave unless this thing like, went into, like, the hallway or, mm-hmm. you know. I just, like, put it... Um, I give it to a dog and see where the dog took it. <laughs> and then i would figure out a way to come back and haunt your ass oh probably 
<laughs> I deserve that. I'll but... tell you what, if you um if you keep it in my house, I can keep you on the podcast. Okay. We'll do that. <laughs> just put it in front of the mic and it's just like I'll I'll like I'll come out of it like a genie bottle. Like a genie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or no, you have to like smoke me for me to come out. <laughs> Honestly, I would put your ashes in a joint. <laughs> I wasn't planning on telling you this, but that's actually what I was I'm gonna do with you. Whoa, that's awesome. Or I'm gonna take like yeah. half of you and then put in like a blunt and then smoke it. Dude, send me off right. Send me off right. And then I'd probably die also because I had ash in my fucking lungs. Well, join me. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That'd be a way to go out, but yeah, I would. That's funny. Yeah, I'd, I'd pack you in a joint. And I would actually two joints. Two joints. And I would put one on the shelf and I would smoke one. Oh, how good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep All one right. around, be like, yeah. I would keep the roach and be like <laughs> Only he was the roach killer. Only he. Only he. Only he was the roach killer. Yeah. Good shit. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine like you accidentally ash me on the floor and that just oh, what if you like me is like still there and I'm like I didn't leave, bitch. Yeah, what if you're like on the floor and then you like you come up and you're like, bruh, seriously, on the floor, come on, on the floor. You can put me in like a like a high quality (laughs) ashtray, like a vase. Actually, you know what? That's what I'll do with you. I'll get like a joint (laughs) and then I'll get like an ashtray and I'll just smoke you like Mm -hmm. through it. And then, like, I'll just ash in there, and then I'll put the ashes back in the urn or wherever. Right on, right on. That's a good. That's that's a good idea. I'm on board. You and Angel can smoke me together. We'll do. We'll do. I want you to preserve my head. <laughs> Out of my house. No, I just want it to be preserved somewhere. Just be like, yeah. I don't know. That would be really creepy. <laughs> but that, that would be like really creepy actually yeah but i kind of i don't know i kind of like that idea it's just my head just chilling there be like yeah yeah it'd be actually too creepy for other people yeah <laughs> I, old decrepit shriveled up raisin head i mean you could put chemicals in it to like that's right paint it yeah there's this isn't there like a a like a body of a a very young girl it's like perfectly preserved it's somewhere in europe but it's like perfectly preserved and it's been there for like over a hundred years there's a couple of those yeah there's those are interesting they've been doing that since egypt yeah oh yeah i mean they've been like mummifying people um but there is like a chemical that they put into bodies to where it like perfectly preserves the skin it's kind of freaky that's scary. Although, yeah, like, I want you. Know, um, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, um, one of the most famous being uh, Lennon. Lennon, Lennon, really? Yeah, you didn't know that. He's nah. He stole. He stole on display at Red Square. Let's visit him, dude. When we go to England next summer. It's in Russia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Vladimir Lennon. The. Oh, Vladimir. I thought you John Lennon for some reason. Oh, no, Vladimir, like the dude that like formed the Soviet or helped was the first leader of the Soviet Union. Yeah, I think he belongs in the ground. 
<laughs> Probably. Yeah. I think you meant Jomlin, and I'm like, that's cool. That seems uh, like something they, a, a celebrity would do. I think a couple of them have. Mm-hmm. I think Walt Disney's in like a ice vault somewhere, personally. Nice. Or he's in Cuba with Harambe. Yeah. And Tupac. Yeah. What about? All right. What Tupac do you think? Making the next Disney movie soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. What do you think Kanye West is gonna do with himself when he dies? Oh, probably some like ratchet shit. Yeah, probably. He'll probably like, want to display himself like completely naked on like a building. <laughs> or he'll just no, no no. What he'll do? He'll buy up like a graveyard, bulldoze it, and then literally build like a temple to himself. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, he'd be like, like yeah, like, this is what God looks like. And like God's plan will just be blasting over like the speaker. Oh no. You better put that out in the middle of nowhere where nobody's gonna see it. <laughs> Damn, you're pissing off Kanye fans. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a different kind of phone. That's right. That's right. Well uh what I'd want to do if I like when I die. What? I'd wanna put like my either my hand or my dick because you know what i really want to do with my hand what you know how like do you remember like in elementary school how like people would turn the turkey like you'd put like your hand Mm -hmm. on like you know like the turkeys and you do like you know you you create like a turkey out of your hand Mm -hmm. imagine like doing that with like an actual hand dude like i know that sounds like really edgy and fucked up but like (laughs) i don't know i just think that'd be kind of funny like it would be and putting your dong as like the head yeah or just give it a dick yeah (laughs) that'd be funny actually wait no that sounds never mind because you'd have to like sew that shit on Mm -hmm. that just sounds like some horror movie shit yeah it would look like some frankenstein looking thing (laughs) <laughs> imagine you like take an electrical rod and just jam it in there and it comes oh, to life that would be funny uh, good shit good shit yeah alright uh, do you want to do our closing statements and then let's do it quote dude moment yeah alright do you do you, do you have a quote or do I have a quote I got a quote okie dokie <clears throat> there was one this week that I saw that was really profound. Oh, here's here's a good one. If your everyday life seems poor, don't blame it. Blame yourself. That's an interesting one. Oh, this is a good one. To be trusted is a greater compliment than being loved. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, to be trusted is better to is a greater compliment than to be loved. Yeah, but I can see that having ground. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think when you, because like unfortunately when you say you love someone that can mean so many different kinds of things because you can love someone but not trust them yeah and that's 
but I kind of don't know if you can have. There's different kinds of love. Yeah, there is. Like, okay, so take take Will take Will Smith for example. A lot of people love him. Have for. 30 years at this point, you know, I think that's how long he's been around, but you, can't you, know, you probably wouldn't guy. trust them to have a, you know, sound discussion with you because he might smack right. the shit out of you. So you, you know, you can love someone, <laughs> but you don't necessarily have to trust them because obviously like that's like a fan sort of love. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. there's like romantic and, you know, like family love and like, you know, friendship love and like all that. Um, yeah, I think if you're like if you if you're looking at that quote in like you know like more of like like authority figure or figure of influence, then I feel like that applies more. Mm-hmm. But in my own like personal sense, like obviously trust is like one of the biggest things with me. Oh, but, for sure. But with love, like I don't know, there's just something more appealing to, uh, yeah to be loved like mm-hmm. and i'm not saying either one is like less than the other it's just i think that's just what i would prefer because like i would say they're on the same level of yeah feeling i would argue that you you can have trust without love but you cannot have love without trust oh absolutely yeah I, absolutely and honestly any sense of of love you know oh well you know honestly like i say say you have a strained relationship with one of your family members you love them because they're your family but you can't trust them to do either what's right or to do anything because they're untrustworthy you know it's like that and therefore being trusted like yeah love can be unconditional for sure but trust is a you know and in, in, in a lot of loves trust is a part of the love but i think when it comes to like family you know you can love your family and you can trust your family and that's great that's ideal but yeah. you can also love some of your family members but you can't trust them yeah it's like they take 20 bucks out of your wallet mm-hmm. it's like okay i still yeah. love you but i'm not gonna yeah but yeah that's for that's sure. Actually, a good like that's a that's a good like interpret interpretive quote. Yeah, I like. You that. could look at that a few different ways. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. How like I love to think about philosophical quotes and then try to decipher them. Like that's that's the kind of thing that I mm-hmm. basically what we just did. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Right on. Nice. Without further ado. Andy, who is, who or what is your dude of the week? Hmm. Not doing anything last week. Nice. Like, literally there was a, there was a day where I got up, sat in my chair till like eight o'clock and then left. And that was it. Nice. Got up at like one in the afternoon, did absolutely nothing all day, and then went to meet up with 
a friend like later that and it, but it was like literally nothing wow. it was just me sitting in front of my tv walk like yeah it wasn't nice. anything like it was just it was so peaceful really boring but really peaceful you need those days but on the same accord it's like i don't want to get up and do anything so yeah you know. uh, yeah i feel you like you know me complaining that it's boring is kind of my own self dug grave so yeah i guess so let's see my day of the week it's gonna be liver king from instagram liver king i think i've heard of liver king so he's this guy so I, i'm always trying to be more primal right yeah. Liver King is like primal to the umph degree. You know, he's like the most primal entity I've ever come across because he basically walks around with no shirt, no shoes in his like in his like vast swath of land somewhere in Texas or whatever. And all he eats is beef liver, like like raw animal parts, pretty much like, you know, beef liver bone marrow are his two huge things he's basically entirely carnivore but he's like yeah he always um his instagram stories are always so funny they're like good morning primals primals need to know get the sun wake up early let the sun in on the through your eyes on the face on the skin wake up to live your best life so you can live your best sleep yeah you can like it's like a very mm -hmm. macho yeah well not really macho just not macho he's like a very excitable yeah very enthusiastic enthusiastic yeah Yeah. and he's like i'm gonna lift something heavy i'm gonna you know get a lot of sun today i'm gonna take a five mile walk in my bare feet i'm gonna do some grounding i'm gonna eat beef liver because liver is king (laughs) (laughs) like and he's as the name implies and he's like liver king out but, but he's he's a really good guy so give him a listen or a watch on instagram yeah that sounds but, interesting mm-hmm. he he's honestly really like he he improves my my being primalness for sure <laughs> <laughs> nice man yeah maybe this summer like you should focus on being more primal maybe maybe i can just like <laughs> not wear clothes and you know hunt deer outside yeah that will be sick. <laughs> anyway, uh, what All is right. your moment of the week? My moment of the week, probably. Oh, what is my moment of the week? Honestly, probably getting like it was like what, like nine hours of sleep, ten hours of sleep. Nice. Came back at like four in the morning and didn't wake up till like two nice so around like eight nine hours so hey that's a great sleep not bad i mean it's pretty small like something groundbreaking but you know but that's a moment dude that's the thing like that's that's the moment you know you're like i gotta i mean getting rest is crucial yeah so yeah right on cool i would say my moment of the week is um the other day, uh, when I was, I, I just gotten home and it was like the first day of being back and I, I walked outside and it was in the evening time. And I, I, I just, I just was outside and I was on the driveway and I was just, it was still like, 
The air was still. It was cool and calm. I could hear a bird chirping. I didn't hear any cars. I certainly didn't see any squatted trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just so tranquil and peaceful. And I just remember like almost getting an overwhelming sense of like stoke and, and, and relief almost because I missed that a lot. And to know that the chapter of my life that frankly had me, you know, borderline with the mental condition, mm. like that that's over yeah. has been really nice. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I can tell you, man, like I, I, I genuinely felt like I was in a very fragile mental state the yeah. entire time I was there. And it's, that's, that's something that's, like really strange no. and not normal for me no but it was the surroundings that did that it was the environment mm-hmm. and whatnot and just to you know it took me a couple of days to recover and of course you know still am but it's yeah. been really nice to you know be back in a place where that's not an issue where it's yeah but yeah i don't know that's interesting yeah right on man yeah any uh Final thoughts? Uh, not really. I mean, don't uh, don't do college. It's a scam. Yeah, it's a scam. For anyone listening, if you're thinking about going to college, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. It's a scam, bro. Or you know take workshops and classes and in, in something that's actually going to impact what you want to do, what you want to do, you know, because that's useful. Yeah, exactly. So right on. Right on. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Musings of Men podcast. Um, this was a good one. A yeah. lot of goosebumps, a lot of stoke. Um, hit us up on Instagram at the Musings of Men. Um, shoot us some questions dms there the email and all that and until next time stay stoked be good later nice Mm -hmm.